The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Yes, fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Vincent Jenna, your host of the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Here, coming to you live from still Topsail Island, North Carolina, where it is doing nothing but raining. And the one thing about rain on this island is it would be best if you had an ark built so that you can get down the road. The streets here flood real easily. And so in order to get to the store, you've got to row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. But it's still fun. It is still fun. And um, yes, I am very energetic today. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about dreams, and I'm not talking about the sleeping ones. I'm talking about the awakened dreams, the dreams that you're supposed to have, the dreams you come into this world with each lifetime, the dreams you want to fulfill but probably haven't been or maybe are or maybe are only filling a portion of them, but the dreams you're supposed to fulfill. That's what today's show is going to be about. And primarily, primarily because 2021, the energy of 2021, we're stepping into the age of Aquarius, the age of Aquarius. Gosh, I love the fifth dimension, don't you? Um, I definitely have to get that song during the break and play it for you. Yes, we're stepping into that. So, of course, there's great energy going around and understanding that we're coming into peace and harmony and tranquility. Okay, I don't want to be the doubting Thomas, but I'll believe it when I see it. Sorry, Santa. I'm the opposite just about that. Believing is seeing Of course, believing is seeing. However, when it comes to people and the choices that they make, it doesn't matter how much I believe in them to make the good choices, the higher choices, so that we can step into this in a peaceful way. It makes a difference on how they believe in themselves. That's what it's always about. It's always about that. But it does help. To believe in people. I certainly do. There is a passage in the Bible where they get the saying, one man can save a nation. I'm sure you've heard that. One man can save a nation. Well, in actuality, it's not worded like that in the Bible. It talks about one man holding your place in a brick wall. So so it goes on. But but the the underlying part is that if there is a person willing to stand up for you, if there is a person willing to take your place, is there is a person 
who believes in who you are, what this parable is talking about is that we are capable of believing in someone in place of their self-belief, that it starts a process. It starts a process. Yes, yes, yeah. Because think about this and why that would work. So uh, let me let me put it in simple terms so that everybody can truly understand it. I don't want to confuse everybody. So in other words, you have a person who doesn't believe in him or herself. If you believe in that person temporarily or for a good time period, that can take the place of their own self-belief until they wind up developing it for themselves. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It can. That sounds odd. Vincent, what do you mean? We don't have any influence over others. I wish people stopped saying that. Also stop saying, I can't change another person. Yes, you can. Okay. Just throw some of your beliefs away because they're really not serving your purpose and they actually get in the way of the reality of life and the truth. Yes, of course you can change another person. You can help another person. And this is the point I'm trying to make right now. You believing in another person can help them eventually then believe in themselves and can also fill the gap for them. You can be a brick in their wall or building that they're trying to build. That's what the parable is trying to say. That's what God was trying to say. That's what Jesus was trying to say. So... Why then does that matter? And what point am I trying to make? Well, and why can that happen? Well, you always hear that we are one, but that's a very ambiguous understanding. We are one. It doesn't, you know, I'm about ready to go into, we are the world. We are the children. Yes, we are one. Because we're created from a one source, one source. So look at this planet, all the plants, all the animals on it, excluding us, please, excluding us. We did not come from this planet. I'm sorry. We may have used some physical matter to create the bodies to be in this life, but we as beings did not come from this planet. But all of it came from each other. So the plants, the trees, the the animals, the 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 birds and the bees and the insects and everything that exists on this planet comes from each other, is connected, is it feeds into each other, right? The water feeds into the sky, that feeds into the rain, that feeds into watering the animals and watering the plant life and the flora, okay? And then the the trees and the plant life give off oxygen that helps to feed us, that we live off of, that the animals live off of, or the life lives off of. So so everything, this this micro and macrocosm of, of an ecology is going on here, interacting with each other, and is one. So as one dies, another dies off. 
It's one of the reasons why deforestation is very dangerous to life because it's cutting down on the oxygen supply. You cut down trees, you cut down oxygen. <laughs> it's, it's like people just don't understand, okay? Now, so with us as beings, the souls, souls, souls are all part of one, one source, one force, the God force. So if you look at God as being the planet then, and we stem off of it, we feed into each other. God experiences itself through us. Isn't that a unity and a science of mind philosophy? Yes, it is. And we feed into each other. Matter of fact, some of the beings out there are you that you created to help your experiences here on Earth. So we feed into each other. We're directly connected to each other. We feed into the energy pool. That's the reason why you don't hate. You don't feel all this anger towards people because that feeds into their pool. And I'm not just talking about the gene pool. I'm talking about the energy pool, the energy pool that they feed off of that they're connected to, just as you're connected to. So if that is the case, then your belief about them, your love for them feeds them and influences them, which is why believing in them can work when they don't believe in themselves. Now, of course, it's hard-pressed, holy cow. Oh, my gosh, it's so hard-pressed to believe in some people in the way that they're acting. I mean, just take, you know, just what happened recently at the Capitol building. There's, you know, nutsy, crazy people. It's really hard to want to believe in them. I don't want to believe in them. I don't want to believe in the Hitlers of the world. And I don't want to believe in people who are willing to abuse others. But I'm sorry. You have to. You don't have to accept their behaviors. Understand the distinction. You can be disappointed and angered by the way they are behaving and the choices that they make. But the more angry you are with them as individuals, the more you feed into their negative sides. I know this is the hardest. This is really, this is where we're coming this is the challenge of the age of Aquarius. Who do you think is creating the age of Aquarius? Please, I am so tired of constantly hearing how Mercury retrograde has ruined things for you. Holy crap. It's like, what other excuses can we come up with? We are the divine beings. We are the souls. We are the dominant. We are the dominion over every universe, every planet, every interaction. We are the ones that control the influence. Mercury retrograde is wonderful for me. And I'm sure it's wonderful for many of you listeners out there. Yes, yes, planetary influence is true to the extent you let it influence you. Let me repeat that because I like the way that sounds. Thank you, God, for giving that to me right now. 
Planetary influence will influence you to the extent you let it. All energy in life. If you don't understand by now that we are the highest vibrational of energy that exists other than God, and we are its energy and have the potential to be that highly vibrational energy. If you do not understand that our energy by now is greater than any other energy that exists here, then you still have no idea who you are. And that is not an egotistical understanding. Because if you understand that, you'd start behaving that way. You would start manifesting better. Do you know that belief in itself is what causes you to manifest? It's not just that's what we're going to be talking about your dreams today. Your belief you vibrate that high influences your fulfillment of your dreams. The age of Aquarius is the hope, not the guarantee. Let me say that again. The age of Aquarius is not a guaranteed outcome. It is a hopeful outcome. It's the same thing as every crystal and a rock has a property on this planet. Amethyst. Whatever you want to. Rose quartz. Quartz. I don't care what you have. Citroën. Any of it. Any. Take any crystal that you have. And usually everybody who's listening here has a tons of crystals. Pendants. I know I do myself. I have few, actually. They each have a property. Are you aware that that property is absolutely valueless until you empower it? Yes, you, 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 you. If I tell you that amethyst makes you more spiritual, you will hold it in your hand and all of a sudden you will begin to feel more spiritual. And then you will say, I feel the energy and the heat coming off this stone. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it makes my heart feel so loving and calm and peaceful and connected. I feel God when I hold this stone. Yes, and if you continue to be stoned, then that's the kind of stuff you'll believe about life and rocks rather than you. You empower the property of that amethyst. You empower it. So the age of Aquarius is an alignment of planets that can influence our peaceful traits, our harmonious traits. It can affect us positively. Did you also know that a full moon doesn't have to affect you negatively? You always hear all the jerks and the crazy people coming out during a full moon. 
Well, that because it amplifies who you are. Just like I said, the energy in the year 2020 was just to amplify who you are. And if you're a positive person, a full moon is delightful. You're not going to turn into a werewolf unless you're a dog. Personally, that means. So we can step into the age of Aquarius and make peace and make harmony if we use that energy. But if we keep making stupid choices, then we're not going to have peace and harmony. And, um, and here's the thing about stupid choices. I, I was just on a radio show and I talked about stupid choices. Yes. Oh, please. Some guru is out there right now turning around and say, we don't make stupid choices. None of the choices we make are good or bad. They just are. And we're supposed to grow and learn from them. Baloney. We make stupid choices. The old meme that I saw in a church sign that said, yes, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes that reason is you make a stupid choice. Yes, it is. It is not a an okay decision to go to a party and to drink and to get into the car and drive. That's not an okay choice. That's a stupid choice. Because you can kill someone, including yourself. And at this point, it's not okay to be walking around saying, I am protected by God. I don't need a mask. So I can walk around without a mask. Don't tell me what to do. I can go into crowd situations. I don't need to social distance. That is not a smart choice. That's a stupid, uncaring choice. Uncaring for yourself and uncaring for others. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Which means you're on a physical planet. Right now you got a virus going on down there. Don't turn around and say because you're part of me that you're not going to get it. Because the energy that I created that I am is what allowed you to create the virus to start with. So if you created it, you certainly can be affected by it. Wear a mask. Yeah, people, please really be smart. And when I talk about stupid choices, don't feel so bad that you've made them. I know I've made them. We all make them. You know, it's, it's, it is how we grow and learn about ourselves. Whoops, that wasn't a good choice. Woo! Woo! That was a terrible outcome. What the heck was I thinking? Whoa! There's nothing wrong with that, okay? You know, we got to get over our, you know, feeling so bad about our stupidity. We got to get over feeling so bad about our ignorance. Because then we can at least open up more. We can learn more. It's so funny because I, when I graduated college and I was looking for some jobs as a psychotherapist, as a clinical social worker, I went and I applied in this Department of Social Services in this one county 
nearby me, and it was a young 35-year-old director of the, the center. Now, meanwhile, I graduated, let's see, back in 99. So however old I was back then, right? <clears throat> I was in my 50s. And so I'd gone through life, right? And I'm interviewing with the 35-year-old guy. And um, at the end of the interview, which took like, you know, a couple of hours with all his questions and yada, yada, yada. And of course, all those psychological questions they like to ask you, like, what would you like have written on your tombstone? I'm not dead yet. I don't know. I don't lie here. So what the hell are you doing visiting here? I don't know, something like that. But I don't remember what I answered. But it's questions like that, right? Well, at the end of the interview, he determined that I would not be a good fit for their social service department because I was too confident. Too confident. Ooh, too confident. Wow. He said, yes, I, my experience, in my experience, very confident people are not good team players because they don't turn to anyone for help. And I then, knowing that I wasn't going to get the job, decided to be me and say, <laughs> that's very sweet that you would come to that conclusion. But I would venture to say that at 35 years old, you're too young to have experienced truly confident people. Because a truly confident person is the first person to ask for help. Because a truly confident person does not mind his or her weaknesses or admitting them. That's what confidence is about. I am confident in my strength area, but I'm also confident that this is a weakness. I said, you've not ever met a truly confident person. You've met very insecure people who cover it with a narcissistic self-views. And I'm sad that in your youth, you've not come to understand that yet, but I'll give you time. Thank you for spending your time with me. And it would behoove you and your agency to grow some sense of true confidence because right now you lack it. Because if you yourself were confident, you would certainly recognize another truly confident person and what that means. And I left. Of course, he said not a word when I left. But I'm hoping that that made him think. Think that over. Yes, you can be confident 
and acknowledge your weakness. That's like I said, true confidence. False confidence has to hide your weakness. That's what your defense mechanisms do. A false sense, my whole work, stop stopping yourself. You don't believe what you think you believe. So when a person turns around and says, oh, I'm confident. I didn't even say I'm confident to him. He came to that decision himself. But when a person has to say, oh, I'm very confident. Oh, I'm very confident with what I do. No, you're not. Because if you were, are you achieving your dreams? Are you fulfilling them? Confident people fulfill their dreams because they know what they need to do to change, to be able to pursue them, even to know them. And confidence doesn't come from what you do in life. Oh, I'm confident when I'm working on my home and repairing it that I can repair things correctly because I've done them before. Confidence is about evidence. I'm, I have evidence that I can rewire a plug. I have evidence that if I needed to build something with wood, I could. Something small, small project, I could because I've done it before. I have evidence that I can repair things. I'm confident with that. I'm confident with that. I know that there are some areas in my life where I am a little weaker. And so I have the confidence of knowing I can fix that. I can fix that. So I'm not afraid to acknowledge it. But it's when you don't believe in yourself and you think you are confident in who you are. If you were confident in who you were, you would need to call a psychic to find out when you're going to find a lover in your life. I get those calls all the time. And if you were confident, you would know how to get your dreams to surface. And if you were confident, you would know how to figure out achieving your dreams. And we're going to talk more about this on the other side of the commercial because I'm confident that there is a commercial coming up because that's what the clock is telling me. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am your host, Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist and medium, spiritual teacher, and soon-to-be published author. We'll talk about that. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. See you in a minute. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yes, welcome back. This is Vincent Jenna. If you are just joining us now, we're talking about everything. 
Um, basically, we're talking about dreams. We're talking about fulfillment. And we might as well talk about how there are some people out there very deluded with their beliefs. Your beliefs filter that whatever you believe in is what's going to help you interpret things, interpret things, okay? So if you're a negative person, you can be absolutely guaranteed that any good information coming through your senses and stimulation, through your visual cortex, your ears, even your intuition is going to be filtered by nonsense. And you cannot ever trust then the conclusion you come to. And the older you are, the worse it becomes. So I will tell you this. There, there's a person who just called who wanted to argue that you're all sheep. You're all, every single one of you, sheep. Because you're listening to outside sources. And he wanted to comment about the masks. And that the masks are ineffective. And guess what? Guess what? You know how wrong that person is? All you have to do, and I can say this confidently because there's evidence, is go to every single hot spot that there is in the world, or let's just choose the United States, and all you will find there are ignorant people who are not wearing masks and are gathering together. It, it, it takes common sense, not book knowledge, not science, but common sense to understand that germs are spread through the vapors of your breath more than just on surfaces. And so you spit, you cough on people. Matter of fact, you don't even have to spit. As you're speaking, sprays of air are coming out of your mouth that carry moisture and the virus or germs or bacteria are actually being carried in the moisture molecules coming out of your mouth. Now, even I learned that in science. Now, what I talk about when I say people are ignorant, that's actually not judging them or putting them down. That's stating a fact. Right? Just like when Jesus walked up to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and said, you're all hypocrites. He was stating a fact because first they were preaching the Bible and the five books of Moses. And yet they were living a completely opposite life and doing nothing but teaching fear and having anger and judgmentalness. So that's why he called them hypocrites. He was stating a fact. So when I call people ignorant, that is not a judgment. That is stating a fact. Because obviously there are people out there who think it's a whole hoax. And it has nothing to do with fact. It has to do with their own negative lack of values 
in believing that somebody somewhere in our society is trying to brainwash us for some reason. Oh, my goodness. I guess because all those vaccinations are going out there. Bill Gates is making a fortune or Dr. Fauci, because I have people that don't like Dr. Fauci because he invested in every single um, uh, um, vaccination company lab making money. So I guess these people are also making money off of all the masks that are being sold. When common sense will tell you, you put on a mask. No. Is it a guarantee you're not going to get the coronavirus? No, it is not a guarantee. But it certainly helps to hinder, if not, why does every surgeon wear a mask during surgery? Why do they scrub their hands and put on gloves during surgery? So therefore, I would love, I would love to hear any of these people who think we are sheep and that where masks are worthless, the next time they go in for a procedure of any kind to please tell the nurses and the doctors in the OR room or the procedure room, don't wear a mask, please spit all over me while I'm open. And let's see how confident they are about not getting infected. Common sense. Now, I will say that that lack of common sense comes from hurt and pain. It does. It comes from a past. It comes from a past of narrow mindedness that you were being raised in. It comes from a lack of attention, a lack of training you and teaching you that you were a magnificent human being. Because if you were a, and you knew you were magnificent to that caller, if you understood that you were a beautiful human being, and a beautiful soul and spirit and a divine being. You would never get a God spirit on the face of the earth saying, hey, fool, stop wearing that damn mask. It's not going to do anything. You look like an idiot and you're just a sheep following everybody. I don't think God would say that. I only think hurt people will say that. Because they were told things in their lives that were growing up when they were growing up that weren't true. One aspect, they may have been told that they were lovable, that they that I love you, honey. And then they were abused in some way or that mother or father weren't around in their lives. And they didn't feel loved, cared for, attended to. And they grew up with the belief that I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable. That will get in the way of all sense of reasoning and intelligence. Because that becomes your filtration system as you grow. So any good piece of information now, any truth Anything you hear has only this negative filtration system to go through before it hits your sense of reasoning, your brain, your logic. You don't get clear information. It has to go through a process. And if you look through my, my, my shows, my uh, lectures that I do, God, it's not working. 
stop stopping yourself and become unstoppable god and your ego are one life is a hallmark moment all of those are located on my website if you listen to those you will get to understand the anomalies that go on in the human brain and even even these ignorant people or these people that are that are calling and making these unbelievable statements and proclamations would then understand that there are things going on in their brains they're not even aware of. 95 to 98% of the entire human brain is in unconscious awareness. Sir, you have no idea what's going on in your brain that's allowing you to come out with your concept. But I know what's going on in my brain because I've done everything I could over the past 65 years. Well, less than that, actually. I didn't start working when I was a baby. I started working on me. I say 37 years exactly that I started working on trying to heal myself and get rid of the filtration system, to change the filtration system. The whole reason you go on a spiritual journey, the whole reason why you come and you listen at Unity is not so that you become sheep. Sheep. And there's nothing wrong. You are the good shepherd yourself. You are shepherds and sheep all the same. You need to follow some precept to start with. In order to see if it resonates with you, not to do it blindly, as most people do and many people do, but to do it to see if it resonates and awakens something within you that you go, aha, this sounds right. This sounds right. This is real. This is true. So. It's not a matter of you then being a sheep. It's a matter of you taking in the information, just like you take in the stimulus outside. You wake up in the morning. From the moment you wake up, you're receiving stimulation from the outer world. The light that's coming through, the sound that's coming through, people talking with you. Um, all five sensors are being stimulated. And your brain is filtering out certain information so that you can get your work done. So you can do what you need to work. So, so it's the same thing in your thinking. You need stimulation coming in, be it information, be it a lecture, be it someone's word, be it somebody speaking, be it a song, be it a movie. Doesn't matter what it is, be it a unity radio show, you need the information coming in so you have some stimulation. And it's supposed to awaken and resonate and vibrate within you. So that it raises, raises from your depths of understanding from your soul level, your own understanding. It's not to replace, it's to raise. And here is the truth about truth. When it is risen and when it is stimulated, it will be the same for everyone and it will affect and touch everyone the same way. There may be many different paths, but there is only one truth. And when you tap into that truth, the outcome of your life proves it. It gives you evidence. 
It gives you evidence because your life unfolds into it. Great things begin to happen to you. Abundance, just like in my life in 2020, was unfolding. And in 2021, it's about fulfillment. And I'm using the energy of fulfillment because within the first 20 days, within the first 20 days of January of 2021, and I will give you more details as time comes up, but I will share this. I've been offered a television show of my own. And I am receiving, in the process of receiving, a contract to have my book published. I'm very excited, but I will share the details of those both soon. Yes, I am fulfilling my dreams because the first thing I needed to do in order to fulfill them is to believe I am worthy of my dreams. To have them alone is not enough. To know that the reason why you have them is because you're fulfilling them and you deserve them. That's why you're given dreams. You give yourself dreams before you get here. And when you walk truth, your life shows it. Now, that means when you walk darkness, your life shows it. So, caller, I apologize for your life, because in order for you to have commented the way you did, then you are off the light path and been off it for a while now. So, yes, both good and negative stuff happens to us because of us. Okay. Okay. It's all right. You can make change. You don't get, here's the thing, you don't get punished. Judgment day is a wrong idea. Okay. Because when you get to the other side, you know, St. Peter isn't standing at the gates trying to figure out whether you deserve to get in or not. You are. You're the one standing at the gate going, do I really belong here? And St. Peter and Archangel Michael and Jesus and all your loved ones and the whole family come over and they go, come on. Yeah, let's get in here. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I did good enough. I made some terrible mistakes. All right, you made some mistakes. You just admitted you made mistakes. So obviously you understand. That's all you need to do. It's not not making mistakes that counts. You're not meant to come down here and have a mistakeless life. You're meant to come down here to be able to learn the difference between the higher part of you and the lower part of you. And you go, oh, you know what? God learned that. God learned that the story of Noah's Ark has nothing to do with humankind. It was a story and a metaphor and a metaphysical message about, and I know you're going to hate hearing this one, God's evolvement. <gasps> Guess what? God didn't start out perfect. 
I was just waiting. There was silence there for a moment because I was waiting for a lightning bolt to come down. Okay, there's no lightning bolt. God told me I can share this story. Listen, listen. We, we, the, one of the major reasons why we focus on our imperfectness is because we keep thinking God was perfect. God wasn't perfect. God was intelligence. That we did know. And intelligence. And intelligence isn't always perfect. It destroyed us, according to the story. It destroyed us. How perfect is a loving God that destroys us? How perfect is that? Oh, wait, no. That's human. That's man's interpretation of the story. No, it's not. It's an inspired story. It's a message that God was everything. Good and bad choices, higher and lower choices. Okay, that was God. And so... In the story, he got angry with the way people, his creations, were acting on the earth. And he chose a good person, Noah, and um, told him he's got to take two animals and his whole family and build an ark because God's going to wipe out all of life. All of life. Woo! When God has a temper tantrum, watch out! And so the story goes that he did. Wiped out all life. 40 days, 40 nights it rained. And finally it stopped raining and then it took, I don't know, I forgot, another 40 days or 40 nights for the waters to recede and then there was new land. And the dove brought the branch of an olive tree to show that there was land. But the most important part of the story we seem to overlook what did God give us at the end of the storm? A rainbow. And what did he say about that rainbow? It is a symbol of my promise to you that I shall never do that again. No matter what you do, I will never destroy you again. What would be the purpose of that story if it wasn't about God's own personal involvement? There would be no purpose for it. Why would God have to promise us anything? So obviously, whatever the intelligence is there, whatever the power is, whatever you want to call it, Yahweh, Spirit, force. It doesn't matter. It evolved. And we as beings created in its image evolve as well. And we make mistakes too. And you know what? Because I believe the way I do about God, I'm capable of believing I have a chance. I like the way I define God because my definition of spirit 
helps me define who I am. How can you define one without the other? How can you define yourself as only being a human being without defining the part of you that is energy? the part of you that is vibrational, the part of you that's capable of manifesting, and the part out there that you're tapped into to be able to manifest, the part that empowers everything that we see out here and even more that we don't see. How do you define yourself without defining that? That's the whole route of spirituality. You're worried about having your dream and you have no idea who you even are yet to have a dream to fulfill a dream. Then can I mess up all my dreams and the path that I'm going now? Of course, every single day of your life, you have to make a choice of which path you want to go down. You want to go down a path where you will call into a radio show and tell its listeners you're sheep and insult everybody, unity members, is that the path you wish to go down? Because if it is, it's pretty sad. And you need a new path to go down. Think about your life and where you are now. You are a magnificent being. You're a magnificent being that makes higher choices and lower choices. But that doesn't make you deserve anything less than abundance and fulfilling your life. That's what you deserve. That's what you're promised. We're all promised that. And when you start believing that, all of a sudden your dreams will arise from within the depths of you. And I promise you this. You can never dream bigger than your ability to fulfill it. You can never dream bigger than your ability to fulfill it. You can only believe you're smaller than your dream. And that's the kind of belief and filtration system that stops you from achieving your dreams. Dream big. As I told you before with the goldfish example, a goldfish is the own, one of the only creatures, a turtle is the second one, that when you put them in a larger environment and take them out of little tiny fish bowls, they will grow to the size of the environment they are in. Goldfish become those beautiful koi you see in ponds and the bigger fish you see in lakes. The colorful ones of green and not green, gold, yellow, white. I haven't seen a green one yet, but gold, yellow, white, black, all mixed together, iridescent, shining, gorgeous, beautiful, trainable even. They see you, they come to the surface because they know you're going to feed them right away. They grow to the size of their environment. You will grow to the size of your dream. Dream big. Believe big. You have to believe big. That doesn't make you egotistical. 
Everybody's got the ego wrong. Go listen to God and your ego are one. That's another argument I make about the ego. And I'm going to get out there and I'm going to teach people to stop putting down the ego. Stop putting down anything about a human. Do you hear me saying you make mistakes? So I haven't stopped telling the truth about a being. But I also am telling you you're more magnificent than you are faulty. And if you keep coming up with reasons to not be magnificent or believe that you're magnificent, that you're a sinner or that your ego gets in your way, you will never grow to the level that you deserve and can grow to. So let's, as spiritual teachers, stop making excuses for everybody. There's no excuse other than you not to grow. All right, that's the point. You're the only one that keeps yourself from growing and getting in your own way. Thus, the, t- the title of my show, Stop Stopping Yourself. Now, we're coming into the month of February. I cannot believe January is over with already. Holy cow. I'm going to go start getting my Christmas decorations out again, because before you know, a Christmas is around the corner. Everything is around the corner, isn't it? Whenever we say that, everything is around the corner. But next month, it's all about love, what love really means, how to attract love. All you need is love. Join me next month in my shows, and we're going to be talking about the most important subject we can be talking about, and one of the most important celebrations is Valentine's Day. And every single person, with or without a partner, can celebrate Valentine's Day because you are your own partner. Fall in love with yourself for a change. Thank you for joining me today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Thank you, Caller, for calling in because you gave me a great discussion to continue with. I wish you all the best. Have a fabulous week. I'm Vincent Jenna, your psychic therapist, spiritual teacher. Hang around. Dr. Dream, Kelly, Sullivan, Walden, listen, 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 and wisen up to it all. Love you all. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.